Hi guys, happy August. This month is so packed with a lot, and I know it's gonna be an amazing month for everyone. It's been a couple of interesting weeks, and believe me, I am so blessed to have the opportunity to even share amazing things with you guys. Today, we are gonna be talking about love. It's one of the themes of this podcast and I noticed we haven't really addressed it as much as the rest. I feel that word has been so abused that it takes a whole lot of patience and understanding to even consider what love is anymore. Today I'm just going to try to address some very common misconceptions oh my god misconceptions about love as opposed to what we see around us enjoy today's episode hi everyone my name is joshua daranijo and you're welcome to my podcast the slj podcast full meaning being service leadership semicolon joshua serves yes apparently joshua serves is a compound word this podcast deals with issues surrounding love faith finance and leadership so this episode is going to be wonderful so i want you to sit back relax and enjoy the show So, first of all, I'm not love expert. Secondly, I am not a relationship guru, and I'm not what some people might call themselves love doctors. Please don't get me wrong. I'm even much more interested in addressing love beyond the romantic, which is the first mis- misconception. Oh my God, what's the problem with me? A misconception. <laughs> love goes beyond the romantic. I feel we are, we are led to think of the word love and just think romance. And most times, romance for us just means loss. And, I mean, romance can be a beautiful thing in the context of marriage. But outside marriage, we that's a table that, you know, needs to be addressed a lot of times. If you are not married to each other and you've ignited romance, especially the act of sex, I'm sorry, you're just committing sin. It's as simple as that. Um, you want to understand that God created these things in, you know, the space of marriage because that exactly is where it was meant to be. It saves you a lot of, you know, vulnerabilities and all that. But I'll leave that to the relationship and sex experts or gurus. I just want you to know that love is beyond romance. And why am I addressing this first? Our mind works with this understanding that if you say you love someone, it has to be you're romantically interested or attached or entangled with the person. It's 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 wrong. It's it's disappointing and shallow that the only aspect where we understand love is true romance. <sighs> Believe me, there is beauty in loving your fellow brother or sister or you know. I think the beauty of love is to actually see another human being and say, 
because God created you just like he created me. I just want to express kindness to you. That's the essence of love. And I like to correct another one. Love is much more a personality than a concept. Now, for the believer, it's made easier in 1 Corinthians 13. A lot of people read that chapter with the understanding that, oh, this is love, this is that, this is what the characteristics of love, yes. But have you ever thought to put your name in front of those characteristics? For example, instead of saying, oh, charity for the King James Version or love some for other Bible versions, but put your name. Joshua is kind. Joshua is long-suffering. Joshua does not envy. It kind of puts you in a position of realization that it's a personality. The idea of love can be personalized. It's not a concept that is just foreign. You can characterize love in your life by testing it out with that chapter. Just put your name in front of those, those words. Replace your name with love or charity, if it's King James Version, and test out that theory. Love is not a concept. It's a personality. It's a personality. It's, it's, it's a trait. It comes in form of a person. And that person is the person of Christ. Which leads to the next thing. Love is a decision. This is one of the most interesting things I learned over the years. Most people have been drawn into this understanding of love from the aspect of, oh, you know, love at first sight, um, love... Um, love from the angle of soulmates. Uh, I'm not going to address all that today. I think there's still many more episodes to address it. But believe me, you did not really fall in love with someone. I think it's just a cliche word to you know sound a bit romantic. You actually decide to love someone. Because when you do fall in love with someone, for the literal terms of the word, there are chances that one day you stand up and say you're not doing it again. <laughs> Love is a decision. Because if it's really the understanding of love, it takes a decision. You don't just wake up and say, I want to, I I love. No, you decide to. Because love tests you. (laughs) Love is, is, is a lot of things, but it's not mistaken or it's not coincidental. It's intentional. And that's exactly where most of us fail to understand we think that the act of love is just an expression that flows naturally from us so when the tough when the tough situations come around and love doesn't naturally flow from us anymore we go what's going on i thought i i thought i loved this person or i thought i could show love to this person because i said earlier it's not necessarily about romance it could be platonic relationship and in that moment you realize that you can't make the decision to love because you don't even in the first place understand love over the last few years I have and this is how I understand life I study to understand life sometimes at some point in my life I used to assume and it, would, it didn't help me I would assume I would postulate I would come to conclusions with the little knowledge I had, you know, do this, you know, rough estimates. But now I study. 
I studied the act of selfishness. And <laughs> believe me, it makes a lot of sense now. Because naturally, you're born into this world alone. It doesn't naturally come to you to think of somebody else. Even a twin, when they came out together, one person came first. I've not heard, maybe there might be special situations where two came out at once. But from what I understand, one is the firstborn, second, and the other second, even though they're twins. So it's just natural. There is an individuality to our existence as human beings so it takes the extra effort as i said earlier the intentionality the decision to show kindness and show love to another the default setting of mankind is just to be selfish not necessarily because they are wicked but because that's how it applies to us i came to this world alone and i will live alone that's how we think so it takes the extra mile to say you know what much more than what matters to me Let me look around me and see how I can be of impact, how I can show love, how I can portray the love of God to another person, to another. It doesn't have to be someone I know. So definitely, if it's not someone I know, it can be romantic, right? It goes beyond the act of romance because I now know that I can love unconditionally. Let's just leave it at that. But that's this next misconception. A lot of people think love has to be conditional. Love being conditional is not love. It's more of a transaction. If I feel the reason why I have to show love to another is because they are doing something for me or they will do something for me. That's a transaction. Okay, in con- in law of contract as lawyers, we talk about how um, there's, a, there's an offer, there's an acceptance, and there's consideration. Consideration being either money or kind. So in this case, you have made your act of love a consideration. Whether you are offered or you are accepting, you have made it contractual. It's more like a contract, not really love. And as, as leaders, I feel like that's really one part we have still struggled with. You see it in the political space, you see it in the business space, and even sadly sometimes, even in spaces that should not even be seen, especially in the religious space, where we make our love and acts of love conditional. We see situations and we are like, what do I have to gain before I do good? <sighs> Man, it's it's still still wrapping my head around it. How can you call something love if you cannot do it selflessly? If you cannot be one, intentional about it. Two, unconditional about it. Is it really love if you have to get something in return? Or then again, do we even understand the concept of love? Today's episode is just an introductory episode to many more things we're going to discuss about love. But I can tell you that unless you have sat down, believer or non-believer, the Bible is available and, you know, open to everybody. Just read 1 Corinthians 13. Replace your, replace the word charity or love with your name, especially from verse 5, and see how 
challenging it is to say you love someone. First of all, as I said from the beginning, scrap this idea that love is romantic alone. It's, 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 it's not even at the core of what it is. And as I said, for the believer, those that already believe, your understanding of love is rooted in Christ. Because what else can you consider as love than to have someone who would sacrifice it all for you? But that's the irony of all. It didn't sacrifice it just for the believer. It sacrificed it for the world. It's just that those who believe in him are the ones who gain of this new love, this, this, this under, new understanding of love. But that act was for everyone. That's the meaning of love. Waking up every morning and saying, you know what, I just want to give the world my best. I don't know who you are. I don't care where you came from. As long as you cross my path, I will show you kindness. I will show you love. Irrespective of what you can offer me, irrespective of what you have done. I'm going to close this episode with this. And this is where I'm just going to leave it till next week. At least so far, I've talked about love from the angle of, you know, showing kindness, being understanding. But this is where the God kind of love, the real love, gets interesting. What if you had to love those who don't even deserve it? What if you had to show love to those who see you as nothing but a tool, as nothing but an instrument who have no respect for you who don't care whether you make it or you don't who have no idea whether you are in a good mood or you are having a bad day they just want what you can offer or worse still they don't even mean well for you you being alive your existence annoys them What if you have to love those people? Have we ever considered love from that understanding? Loving our enemies. Loving those who despisefully use us. Praying for them. Is that something we can wrap our heads around? Because believe me, that's when you start to really understand that we still have a long way to go in comprehending who love is to us. Because it's not a what, it's a who. Don't worry, just stay tuned. I'll see you next week.